1: Welcome to Montana's Peer Network Podcast. We're doing something a little bit different today. We've got Facebook Live. We want to welcome those viewers who might be just tuning in. We're going to give you a little tidbit, a uh, little taste, a little appetizer of a, of a podcast. So we thought we would record uh, the first uh, portion. And so uh, here we go. We've never done this before. So... I'm Jim Haney, Executive Director of Montana's Peer Network, and I have from Missoula on the phone.
0: Katie Sorenson.
1: All right, Katie. <clears throat> you might have to speak up just a little bit there. That was a little little quiet. Usually, you're a little louder than that. So
0: nobody's ever said that to me before.
1: Well, <clears throat> that was a little little bit quiet. Maybe it's. Maybe I need to turn my headphones up a little bit. Maybe that's what it is. So, okay. So, again, Facebook Live, welcome. You're wondering, what in the hell are the Peer Network doing? So we're doing a podcast, and we're going to put it on uh, Facebook here. But you're not going to get to see the whole thing. We're not going to record the entire the entire podcast on here. You're going to have to go to SoundCloud, and you're going to have to catch the rest of Katie and myself. So, well, we have a lot of topics to cover today, don't we, Katie? Yeah.
0: Certification. Montana got an F in treatment of mental illness on the grading the states yeah. rubric.
1: Yeah. Oops. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. 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 Uh, Today is World uh, Mental Health Day, October tenth. So we wanna we wanna touch on that, right? And then uh, we also wanna talk about this uh, national peer certification. I know we sent something out uh, to members a couple of weeks ago, and so I think we wanna we wanna talk a little bit about that, don't we?
0: Yeah. If you want to make that happen, so you can be pretty plugged into what's going on here, that's coming up, and um, there's the
1: deadline is November 11th. Yeah, okay? it, yeah. Well, yeah. So if you're a peer supporter, so if you're a peer supporter, you definitely want to get certified. Uh, but Katie's right. I mean, if you uh, if you're tuning in, you're not a member of Montana's Peer Network. You definitely want to sign up. It's it's free for a general membership, and so. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> gosh we've got about what do we got about 935 or 36 members across the state we'd love to have you if you're out there listening and you're not a member this is how you're going to get the information about trainings and podcasts and webinars and all the different events and okay. yeah exactly exactly and uh you know as a member you get in you get in free to the uh annual conference and uh you know we just had that last month and so as a member you get that's one of your benefits uh, you don't you don't pay admission so all right so um i don't know where you wanted to jump in we we threw a bunch of stuff out there um being october 10th do we want to talk a little bit about world mental health day today
0: yeah you start
1: Sure. So World Health Organization, if you're not familiar with those guys, uh, W-H-O dot I-N-T, World Health Organization, they put out a lot of good, you know, just general health information, not always specific to mental health, but um just I got their page pulled up here uh, for today. And talks a lot about young people, mental health, and the changing world. There's all kind of fact sheets. Um, there's a handout. Um, young people, people in their 20s experiencing depression. There's a video. Uh, you might know the video series, Let's Talk About It. Um, that's been around for a while. That was targeted at parents. How do you talk to your kids about mental health? Um So they got videos on here, health risks, um, and then uh, how do you outreach to kids. There's suicide prevention, um, and then uh, different events that are going on. It says here half of all mental illness begins by the age of 14. What do you think?
0: Yeah.
1: Would you agree?
0: would. I was actually just thinking about how... um, World Mental Health Day doesn't necessarily mean um, mental illness. Like, it it is obviously um, a part of recovery, but also I feel like we live in a world where, like, we don't get enough mental health days. And so that's the reason why many organizations give paid mental health days. So I think it's just a good day to take a look at – are we taking care of ourselves are our kids taking care of themselves? are we making sure that our kids like it says are our kids learning how to handle stress yeah. in a way that makes them feel that they're achieving something rather than in a way that makes them feel beaten down or um in a way that's like taking from their self-esteem are their experiences enriching them as people or is it making them feel burdened and uh like they don't measure up and so i think that that's um, you know, my daughter's in second grade right now, and second grade is very demanding today <laughs> as opposed to when I was a kid. It seems you know they have a lot the, our little second graders have a lot of schoolwork to do, so it's mm. like um, I don't know, so with all that in mind, I think everybody needs to take care of their mental health and um so yeah,
1: absolutely, yeah, no it's uh it's great, I couldn't agree with you more, I think uh. There are more and more demands, not just on young people, but I think everybody, and um, you know, they talk about it in here again, this is the World Health Organization-run Mental Health Day 2018, <clears throat> you know, just talking about building mental resiliency from an early age can help prevent mental distress or mental illness in young adults and, of course, into uh, adulthood, so... You know, you, you when you were talking there, I, I made a note to myself. Uh, so I think we have, um, as an organization, we have Columbus Day off, right? That's a federal holiday, but maybe we should switch it. Maybe we should switch it to have mental health, world mental health day off instead of, yeah. of Columbus Day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we could do you, that. Indigenous people day. Well, yeah, and, and you know, maybe um, it kind of got me thinking, you know, and I'm just, I know we're recording this live, but, you know, it's just like maybe that day, maybe the organization should do something, not just have the day off, but maybe we should um, do like a retreat or something, you know, or I I don't know, you know, something, you know, because it's one thing I yeah. think to talk about it, like we're talking about it, but to actually put it into policy, put it into practice, to actually... Yeah. Do that part of it I think is is really important, right?
0: Yeah. I'm really lucky that I work for an agency that actually cares about my mental health and actually cares about my wellness as opposed to um, an agency that perhaps says that she care about my mental health but actually yeah really just cares about the bottom line. So yeah. I'm lucky. Oh, I feel
1: grateful. So nice. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> all right so I the of sugar. <laughs> so so we're gonna say goodbye to our facebook live viewers here we're gonna uh we've given you about eight or nine minutes this is what the podcasts uh look and sound like and so uh we'll finish recording this and we'll get it posted up today to soundcloud and uh you get to listen to the whole thing there um mm-hmm. But this was just a little teaser. We we're trying something out, and so I'm gonna sign off to our live viewers over here. Um, thank you so much for tuning in, Katie. Saying goodbye to you there. Yep. So hopefully you will tune in and uh, want to be a part of future ones. So thanks so much for tuning in live, listeners. Of course, you're staying on because we're 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 gonna be going quite a ways longer. We got a lot to talk about here, so. All right, so World Health Day. All right, so which uh, what do you want to tackle next? Which one sparked your interest there?
0: Well, I guess let's talk about how Montana got an F on the national grading scale for helping mental illness. There's mm-hmm. a there's a criteria, or more many criteria that. Um, they have for you to meet. So there's ample opportunities for states to get A's yep. in this. However, we got zeros in a lot of the areas. And so, yep. um, quite frankly, I don't really understand a lot of this legal talk. Jim, he's going to take the will, and I'm just going to um, interject when it's appropriate.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, <clears throat> this is... uh. Let's give a little background here. I think this came out a couple of weeks ago. Um, it was definitely September. Um, this came from the Treatment Advocacy Center. So that's treatmentadvocacycenter.org. Grading the states and it uh, goes from A to F. Uh, states of Michigan and Wisconsin got A's. Woohoo! Uh, Arkansas, Louisiana, North Dakota, Vermont, Wyoming. I was surprised by the Wyoming one. They got A minuses. Indiana, Idaho, Mississippi, South Carolina, Washington got B pluses. Arizona, Missouri, Nevada, Ohio, Oregon got B's. Georgia, Illinois, Iowa, North Carolina, Virginia got B minuses. Anyway, it goes on down the line. We're way at the bottom, right? We're in the F we're in the red category. Alabama, Connecticut, Delaware, right? District of Columbia, Maryland, Massachusetts, Montana, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island and Tennessee all scored an F. I was kind of surprised that we got we got an F. Anyway, this was grading the states and analysis of US psychiatric treatment laws examines the laws that provide for involuntary treatment for psychiatric illness in each state. To do so, we asked a crucial question, does the state law allow an individual in need of involuntary evaluation or treatment to receive timely care for sufficient duration in a manner that enables and promotes long-term stabilization? I think it's pretty straightforward what they were measuring there, right? Right. yeah and so yeah when you click on when you go to this site again it's treatmentadvocacycenter.org and then you just click on your state under the grades and so when you bring up montana katie's absolutely right i mean we we did not score very well many of our categories score a zero and what they're looking at is the montana annotated code so for example um Category 1 says, Citizen Access to Court or Emergency Evaluation. Citizen Access to Court and Emergency Evaluation is worth five points. For Montana, the county attorney files the uh, petition with the court on probable cause. There's no family involvement, and there's no... um, Agent or peer supporter or anyone else is involved. It's the county attorney's call and so we score a zero, you know uh, I'm guessing Katie in other states I,
0: Honestly, I don't know how many of you actually have experienced a friend or a family member or a loved one going to the Providence Center here and once you get admitted into the Providence Center, you have to wait for your attorney. Mm-hmm. And you can't even get out until your attorney comes and then they decide whether or not you're going to go to the state hospital or right. um, jail or, you know, a series of unpleasant places that only exacerbate your mental illness. But Right,
1: right. right so. Yeah, and so there's just, there's categories. Quality of emergency petition. We scored really well in emergency hold. Um, you know, we got a zero. Citizen access. I did that one. Quality of criteria for harm or violence to self or others. Um, We actually uh, scored a 10 out of 10. We actually did quite well in a couple of the categories, but we scored zeros. Um, So anyway, when you total up our points in here, um, we didn't score very well, you know. Uh, Part one, we got a 25. Part two, we got a 34. It gives us a total score of 59. And so that's an F. You know, we're not even close. I mean, we're not even in the middle of the pack. If you want to take a look at this, you know, yeah. And so if you want to take a look at this, treatmentadvocacycenter.org, grading the states. You can click on any of the states. You can see what other states might have. Again, this came right out of the annotated code. And so uh you know it's disappointing obviously we're not measuring up very well compared to the other the other states you know um if we're at a at a uh uh, an f you know we're not even we're not even close and that's concerning what what can we do you know that becomes the question
0: right i was kind of actually thinking a few things i mean not about what do we do one thing i was thinking was how much as peer support starts to grow and um, get more and more momentum, um, how much peer support work is going to change those things? And and honestly, how much peer support in other states um, has an impact on their better grading? And the other thing I was yeah. thinking about was... Uh, that I wonder how much, there. you know, in Montana, it's always rural, rural treatment, rural, um, everything's rural in Montana, which isn't necessarily true, but there are, is a lot of rural area, yeah. and so what I was thinking about is um, our population, now, if you would think that the fact that we have a low population would actually give us access to better services, because people have more... Um, our services aren't quite as capped out. Or is it possible that because we have so few people, the problem isn't as bad here as it is in other places where the populations are high and, sure. and mental illness is high per capita? Sure. So California also got a D minus, and so I wonder does it have to do with the size of the state? um you know california obviously has way more mental illness than we do i'm certain of it i'm not sure but i just wonder like what what why why does montana have an ab so yeah
1: yeah yeah uh you know it's hard to say i don't know if population is part of it i mean i as i just as i look at the the bigger list idaho is a b plus wyoming is an a minus um Where's Alaska in there? Alaska's a I
0: D. I think Alaska's a batch.
1: Yeah, a D, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think in this, it looks to me like, you know, and again, uh, we're not, either of us are, aren't are attorneys, you know, or experts in the annotated code, but, you know, that that's what they were looking at is the criteria. If you didn't have certain things like, for example, if your language is vague or ambiguous, you get a minus three I mean, we didn't get any minuses, but we certainly had a lot of zeros, which kept us from getting a much higher score. Um, Like, for example, I'm looking at number seven, says quality of criteria for psychiatric deterioration. Well, you can get up to 10 points. We have zero. We don't have explicit criteria Um, And at the same time, since we don't, we must not have any language, right? So the language isn't vague or ambiguous, but we got a zero. I mean, a zero is better than minus three, I guess. But, you know, you'd hope to score at least a few points um, in each category. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, again, I think Katie and I are just here to share this and report it. And hopefully you will go look at it. And...
0: uh, I guess, along those lines, what is it, so you, it says, contains explicit criteria for ten points, or the language is big and ambiguous for minus three, so don't, it doesn't have to be one or the other?
1: Well, obviously, yeah, you would think, but I think, it seems like if they couldn't check a box, then they just gave you zero, so... If it was negative it was vague then i guess you get the minus three if it's explicit that's what they were looking for It was a ten if you don't have either one then i guess you just get a zero you know so just seemed like we scored a zero in a lot of categories you know as you look down there i mean there's a number of categories we have a zero 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 you know um so that really hurt us um i don't know you know maybe there's some work that could be done maybe uh you know, uh, Craig Craig Fitch, uh, attorney with the Board of Visitors. You know, at the state hospital, be interesting to have him on um, and see what he uh, what he thinks. And maybe he could come on and be a guest, maybe on a future podcast. That'd be be interesting to hear from him, an attorney. Yeah. yeah. All right. <clears throat> so again, treatmentadvocacycenter.org, org grading the states. Montana scored an F not very good if you want to go check that out again just sharing sharing the information with you so all right so what's what's next there katie uh
0: certification
1: all right certification so (laughs) this uh worthy of a sound effect there worthy of a sound effect i think um National Certified Peer Support specialist. right? Now, don't get this confused, Montana. Do not get this confused with our state certification, okay? So this is a project that Mental Health America National has been working on for a number of years. I, I went to a workshop Patrick Henry put on a number of years ago at the, I think I was in Memphis, the National Conference, and he was talking about, <clears throat> about putting this project together. So the whole idea is... Behind it really is that if you're certified in your state, okay, so now Montana is one of these states, you would get certified and then you would go and take this exam, okay? It would give you a national certification. This is moving us towards funding from private insurance, right? So this is, this is a really big deal. This is, a, this is a game changer. This is just like, you know, Medicaid. We're trying to get peer support funded under Medicaid, that's a game-changer. Private insurance, that's a bigger game-changer. That means anybody could get peer support who has private insurance, right? Because right now, if you have private insurance, you know, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, or Pacific Source, they're not paying for peer support. So, imagine how many people, I mean, I, I don't know how many people Blue Cross insures in Montana, but I'm guessing it's significant, right? So... National certification. All you got to do is Google it. National Certified Peer Specialist (NCPs). It'll come right up. Mental Health America. It says advance your career. Um, <clears throat> what are the requirements? Why? How do I get started? You know that kind of thing. Um, you need uh, you need to be certified in your state, right? <clears throat> so those of us who are getting certified here in Montana you're going to be eligible. You also need to have a minimum of 3000 hours of supervised work or volunteer experience providing direct peer support. What's that what's that come out to for a worker there, Katie? 3000 hours? Oh, I think it might be 3 years. I think three? wait. No,
0: I think 2000 hours is one full year full time.
1: My 40 75 75 full time hours 75 weeks 75 weeks yeah so you would uh, then divide that by 12 is that right 75 weeks no
0: yeah year and a half
1: year and a half so there you go so you need a year and a half certified working and oh hang on Okay, so uh, one and a half years certified as a peer supporter. That's what we're that's what we're looking at. Okay, that's really not that long, you know. That's really not that long. All right. So, um, and you need a a letter, a one professional letter of recommendation, and one supervisory letter. For recommendation, also. So, all right, that's not too bad. Um, I didn't see a cost on here. <clears throat> Did you see a cost listed? Um,
0: two hundred dollars for the two twenty-five for the application.
1: Oh, okay. So not not cheap. That's for sure um there's some links here you can click on certification guidelines and requirements and uh self assessment checklist test preparation those kinds of things um you know i think this is the future uh i really do i think that uh right i mean you know if you think about it right now you know when we talk about peer support in montana um you know, you're talking about providing peer support. Um, it's, it's being funded through grants, you know, through the state or federal or foundations, that kind of thing, which gives you some freedom. And, you know, we're probably going to get uh, funding through um, Medicaid here in the next next year or two. And, you know, that means a person has to be on Medicaid to receive the peer support. And that kind of changes things because what about the other folks? You know, that's what I think about is what about the rest of the community? You know, there's lots of working people. We just talked about World Mental Health Day. There's lots of working people who have insurance, right, who could benefit from peer support. And so, you know, I think uh, as I look further down the road, two years, three years, four years, that kind of thing, I think that's the future. I think you're gonna see peer support's gonna be, you know, for people who uh, you know, are having a tough time emotionally, whatever that they're dealing with, being able to offer them a peer supporter and not have to be, oh, do you qualify kind of thing, right? It's like, well, we have programs for people who have insurance, there's programs for people who don't have insurance, uh, maybe you're on Medicaid. So that everybody can get it. Why? Why? Why do we only? Why can we only offer it to select people? You know.
0: Yeah, and also, I mean, I think we're coming away from you know, it's like we've talked about before. Like when somebody goes into a crisis house, are they really in crisis, or could they just use a peer supporter? Right. Are they really just lonely? Right. Like, do they not have the tools? Right. That you know, people who have been in recovery a little longer. You know, I was thinking really hard recently about you know what are what are the tools that I use that prevent me from going into crisis, and it's people.
1: Yeah,
0: people. That's my tools that I use to get out of crisis. When right. I'm about to freak out, I call a friend and they help me not do that, and they help me get my head in order. And so, yeah. like, how much could peer support save nationally? It, you know, if a peer supporter could just go to someone's house instead of sending
1: them to a crisis house, which Medicaid pays for, exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, the state's paying the tab, you know, if you end up in the BHU and you don't have uh, private insurance, you know, the state's paying the tab. So, exactly, I mean, you know, and that's what we're trying to do like in Butte, right, is... You know, we have peer supporters there that can work in the community. They can work with anybody. It's not about whether you can pay or not, whether you get the help. They're just there to help you um, if you need it. And so I, you know, I like that much better, right? It, it eliminates some of those barriers that exist that you know prevent people from getting all the help that they could they could use, right? Right, and I mean it's.
0: You know, it's sad that, I mean, once you go to jail, you get all the services that you need for free. The taxpayers are paying for it. It's no, it's not a decision anymore. Like, nobody gets to decide. But if we could, you know, nip that in the bud before it gets to that point, you know, if Medicaid yeah. can pay for services that are preventative rather than, you know, when it's too late.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I think that's the name of the game is – You're spending way more money when someone's incarcerated or somebody's in the uh, uh, state hospital or, you know, even if they're going to uh, MCDC, the Chemical Dependency Center, you know, that those are high end, high cost services. And so everyone knows, I mean, World Health Organization talks about this with everything, all diseases and illnesses, you know, prevention, prevention, prevention. And that's really where I see peer support, you know, getting out in front of it. And being preventative yeah. yeah right
0: yeah
1: all right so as we're we've got uh, about eight minutes left here I want to leave time to talk about um, all these cool trainings that we have coming up right so let's transition into events and let's talk about what we've got coming up here so Katie Do
0: you want to start with the clinical supervision?
1: Sure, go ahead. Just roll them out because we got a bunch of stuff going on, right?
0: Okay, so all of you people who need um, a clinical supervisor or people who are interested in becoming a clinical supervisor, we have a clinical supervision training coming up in Helena on November 1st and that's at the
1: Where is it, Jim? Oh, uh, trivia question here. That one is at Delta by Marriott, right? Isn't that where we're at? Oh, yeah. Former Colonial colonial Inn. Used to be the Colonial Inn. And so uh, if you're from the area, you probably know it as the the Colonial Inn, but now it's Delta by Marriott. Got a nice facelift. I will say I was there the other day, and that hotel looks – it's looking really good. Got a nice – Nice new look to it
0: Yeah 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 I'm from Helena So I keep forgetting The hotel Because it's named Delta Yeah And I'm from Helena So I keep I only know The Colonial Inn I'm like
1: Delta Yeah What? Yeah I don't know oh, yeah. ch- You know the road Even the road's named Colonial <laughs> Colonial Drive I was wondering If they would change The name of the road Like I don't know You know
0: Like Yeah And then it said Airport at the end You know Delta Some delta suites airport i'm like that doesn't make any sense but that's where it is okay so your trainings are so we've got uh trauma-informed peer support in november so we've got three of them there's one in helena on november 13th and that is also at the colonial inn or the delta airport Delta Suites Airport. Then we've got another one on uh, the 15th of November, and that's in Missoula, and that's at the Holiday Inn Downtown. And then we have another one, and this is going to be—we're uh, kind of trying to pave the way here and get um, just uh, move these services north, anyway. So we're doing one in Pablo, Montana. It's actually at SKC, the Salish Kootenai College. And um, yeah, so we're trying to get some people from Bell, people from the Flathead Reservation, um, try to open things up in that direction. So yeah, I fantastic forward to seeing you guys there. And then also, we have navigating complex relationships. So basically, that's a um, boundaries and ethics workshop, but it's kind of got a different twist on it. Um, It it just has a different twist, but it also is more rooted in peer support. And so it's not, we're trying to move away from the boundaries and ethics terms that are basically coined by um, the clinical aspect of treating mental illness and substance use disorder. And we're kind of trying to move towards using our own language, which is navigating complex relationships. So the first training is in Helena on October 23rd at delta airport Suites or the colonial inn and the other one is on october 25th in missoula at the holiday Inn downtown and so um i kind of i gave a little tester of this workshop at our recovery conference and people loved it and so basically my promise was that i was going to beef it up a little bit i was going to add a few topics there's going to be role plays it's going to be i'm pretty excited about it so yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of it has to do with supporters taking care of themselves. And so I love you guys. I want you guys to be there.
1: Exactly. Exactly. If you're listening, you're a peer supporter. Uh, you might really want to think about attending. Really, both of these trainings. Uh, they're both yeah. going to get you CEUs. Number one, but really, you know, it's about it's about that knowledge base expanding. You know, your knowledge about peer support, right? Don't fall into that trap of, oh, I'm a peer supporter. I got my certification. I don't need anything else now. I'm good. You know, I know, I know everything there is to know. Uh, you need to keep educating yourself and keep learning. And these are two wonderful trainings. Uh, so hopefully you will attend. You can go on our Facebook page, has all the details. Um, and then they email you, Katie, right? If they want to sign up. Yeah, wow, please.
0: Yeah, and then I'll get you guys signed right up. It's free of cost. All the trainings are free. Um, We're really lucky to be able to do that and give that for free at this time. And, you know, I was telling Jim yesterday morning, I think it was, you know, every time I read or take a trauma-informed chair, you know, I've had Mm -hmm. to do a lot of reading about this this training. And every time I read more about trauma-informed chair, the more I learn about myself and it makes me excited. Yeah. It makes me engage, and so um, that's like that's like kind of the spice of recovery is being able to engage in our lives and be a part of um, the present moment. And so, you know, every time I every time I learn about trauma informed care, I learn about myself.
1: Yeah. And so
0: um, good it's point. Exciting.
1: Yeah, absolutely, good point. So we've got about two minutes left here as we're starting to wind down, and. Uh, Peer Support 101, uh, so Helena is filled. We're going to be doing that next week, so that one you can't, can't get in on. But the next one is in Missoula, and that is uh, the week of December 3rd. That training's about half full already, so uh, we still got about a dozen slots left. So if you want to sign up. And then uh, after the first of the year, we'll be in the Billings area, and so we don't have those dates quite set up just yet. Uh, We're also looking at another clinical supervision training in the western part of Montana. So, uh, look for those upcoming things. And again, go to our Facebook page. Um, That one has all the support groups and trainings and presentations, all the stuff that we're doing, and uh, tells you how to sign up and and get involved. So, yeah. And. And sponsor
0: a podcast, 25 bucks,
1: and we'll peddle your shit. Exactly. Right. So you got something you want to sell, you got something, you know, it's got to be recovery related. Of course, you know, this is an eBay over here. But uh, you know, if you want to sponsor a, you know wanna sponsor a podcast, 25 bucks, sponsor one of these podcasts, you know, get your information out there. Um hope you get in touch with us. So uh you can email Katie at mtpeernetwork.org or myself jim at mtpeernetwork.org we have about 30 seconds katie what do you what do you got uh nothing i guess i just love
0: you guys thank you so much for listening missoula
1: represent at the peer support 101 absolutely absolutely all right so thanks everybody for tuning in uh you know another great podcast and you know tell your friends about this stuff and uh share it with other people, you know, through Facebook and uh, SoundCloud, go to our website. We're putting lots of good information out there and um, have a happy and safe Halloween in case uh, you don't, we don't, uh, you don't hear from us before then. So Halloween's coming. That's always a fun kind of holiday. So take care and thank you so much for tuning in and that's my sound effect. That's, that's right. okay that's that's all I got there. The door slamming so as we leave. so all right thanks everybody.